0: Welcome back to Homeless But Human. Hey everyone, it's Shayla. And today we'll be doing things a little bit differently. We're handing over the microphone to our missionaries in our end of year recap. Today's podcast will be a compilation of our favorite memories from this year, both from the streets and from our missionaries in community. We hope that you enjoy.
1: People of Christ city, people of every, everywhere around the world, this is David. Christopher Bacheco. Hi, my name is
2: Kimmy.
0: My name is Doctor Ortiz, been in Denver since 1973.
3: Okay, so let's just talk in circles for a little bit. <laughs> let's talk in circles, yeah. just
4: keep the breeze a little. Yeah. You know, they see beyond what I look like. They see what my actions are and say, hey, that is a good person.
1: A lot of people say home is, home is where the heart is, but my heart's in many places. It's just I don't know where home is.
3: My name is Noah. I am a first-year missionary serving in Philadelphia. This is an encounter that happened during a Friday night street walk. I was with my team, and there was this man who had his back turned away from us, and I decided to call out to the man. I said, hello, how are you? And he turned around and said, you guys are the nicest people I have met today. And that caught us off guard. And we had a really positive interaction with him. We found out his name is Errol, and Errol just had a... Yeah, really nice story. And by the end of it, he talked about how he loves to pray. And one of my teammates said, Oh, can we pray right now? So he led us in a prayer. And during the prayer, he said, Father, thank you for my new friends today. And that caught us off guard because he was talking about us. And it really just warmed our hearts leaving this encounter as us being seen as friends is something that we didn't expect from this. And it really just warmed our hearts. And it is definitely an encounter that I will hold close to me.
2: I'd have to say my favorite memory from the streets is when I got to form a friendship with my friend Daniel. The first time we met him, he barely talked to us, barely looked at us. Uh, but as time progressed, we would see him more often, and I'd try to single him out. There was one time I remember we started talking about books, and I told him. About this short story that I really liked, but I couldn't remember the name or the author. So, uh, as I was explaining it, I saw that he found it super interesting. And so I was like, you know what, Daniel, I'll look it up and bring it to you tomorrow. So, we go home, I look it up, write it on a little piece of paper, and then the next day, praise the Lord, we got to see him, which didn't really happen, seeing him two days in a row, but um, I gave the title of the short story to him that had the author. And he looked at me and, like, I could see the surprise in his face. And he he was just so so shocked that I remembered. And after that, we began to talk about our similarities. And ever since then, um, my friendship with Daniel has flourished. And every single time I see him, he talks about how he still hasn't read the short story because he couldn't find it, but he will. And that was just such a gateway for our friendship, and I'm really thankful for that.
4: My favorite memory from this year was going with Olivia to our friend Cody's Funeral Mass, which was held by the Archdiocese at Mount Olivet Cemetery. Every year on All Souls Day, family members can bury the remains of their loved ones and celebrate their lives, which is what we were able to do with Cody. He was buried on All Souls Day, which was my baptismal anniversary, and he died on Olivia's baptismal anniversary. which reminded us of how providential it was that we were able to become friends with him. We made a day of it. We went to Trader Joe's to get flowers for him, which is where we would buy them when we visited him at the nursing home. And it was cool to have this recognition that there was nothing more that we could do for him. We had offered him the greatest gift that God has given us, the Eucharist, for
1: his soul. And we had accompanied him in life and in death. One of my favorite memories of the year was meeting this young man on 16th. Um, I really enjoyed it just due to the fact that I didn't think that much would happen from it. He was seemingly busy and surrounded by so much construction that it made it really difficult to hear anything out. But we approached him, and he received us really well. Um, we cracked a couple of jokes, and um, his smile began to grow on his face. And I took that as a good sign, and then I cracked a couple more jokes and we come to find out that he's from the UK. So I, um, yeah, thrown in some UK related banter, which means that I made fun of his accent. And Sarah, my street team partner looked at me and it was like, probably shouldn't do that. Um, which I took it as a sign to do it even more. But then after two or three times I was like, okay, I got to calm down a little bit, but in the midst of all that, he still enjoyed us and he actually found it really humorous and I just enjoyed sitting with him. It got to the point where I was just like leaning against the same fence as he was and just looking up at the skyscraper that we were, I guess, amidst. And yeah, I just was caught up and just in awe and wonder of this this young man. He was 24 and same age as I am. And I just felt like I was able to relate with him. Um, and despite the fact that I couldn't hear half of the things he was saying, um, but it was just great to be with him and in his presence and, he was such such a relaxing man to to be around and yeah it was just I felt like I was just hanging out with a brother or like my brother and yeah it made me feel like at home and so it's super pleasant experience to really just like share another with another person who I truly am and to to be well received and to have him um share who he really was as well and so yeah super good memory
4: my favorite memory from this year was having the privilege to uh, see Eric Genes perform at our house. He's a renowned Catholic composer and musician who does uh, basically like prison ministry. He goes and performs at prisons, but his music is incredibly moving and emotional, and I just found his performance very inspiring, and it was a huge blessing to get to have him come here and perform for us for free.
2: One of my favorite memories from this year is when one of our friends invited three of us missionaries to his birthday party. He had a cookout at a local park, and even though because of his health issues, he wasn't able to eat any of the food he made, he put in a lot of time and effort and care into making food that we would enjoy. He even bought a cake that we all would love, even though he couldn't eat it. So it was such a joy just to see the reciprocal nature of our friendship and love, and yeah, just to see his joy and us celebrating with him for his
4: birthday. Uh, two of my favorite memories from the streets this year are the two times we've taken friends uh, for rides in the truck. Uh, we'll, we'll pop in, ask them for a song, and then, yeah, watch them, watch them sing and watch them dance to, to songs from Mexico or old classic rock songs. It's just a, a good way to waste time with some of our friends.
2: My favorite memory from this year so far would be our America's Got Talent performance we did during the camping trip. It was very spontaneous, not planned. And at one point it was pouring down rain after dinner and everybody was huddled under a tent. And then Ernie and I got on a picnic table and she had her kazoo and I was singing and dancing. And then that turned into America's Got Talent and we each had we had people pretending to be the judges and we had different performers and I really just enjoyed it because I loved the freedom and authenticity that came from it and everyone just being goofy and having a good time.
5: So my favorite memory of this year was when we were watching Naruto with one of our friends on the streets and he's just 21 and he seemed to enjoy it a lot.
0: So my favorite memory from this year was when we took our friend Kobe out to play uh, flag football in front of the church. Um, I'm on the street route of Auraria and there's this huge grassy field. And when we found out he played football, the next week we brought one and we were like, hey, you still down to play? And he was like, sure. Um, And we took him out and normally he's a very stoic person. So it was just very
2: fun to see him in his element, smiling, laughing. It was a good day. One of my favorite memories from this year was the Halloween party that we had. We did some trick-or-treating around the house. We carved some pumpkins. And then my personal favorite, we bobbed for apples. I'm a legendary apple bobber. You'll just have to see it in person, but it's pretty great. It's legendary.
3: (laughs) One
4: of my favorite memories here at Christ in the City was one of our recent lunch in the parks, our recent second Saturday, where we celebrated Veterans on Veterans Day. We had tables out uh, with decorations, and we had an opportunity for uh, our outreach coordinator, Sam, to give a speech and to have our veterans stand up and to be applauded and just recognized. It was really touching having a family who are veterans, and yeah, it
3: was one of my favorite times this year.
6: One of my favorite memories is with our friend Old School. I remember him meeting him in the beginning of the year and just always seeing him making pancakes um, outside of his tent for all of his friends on the block. And he got to be selected for a um, a group that was getting housed into a hotel. And we got to be there with him on the day that uh, they were taking them all to the hotel. And I remember walking up to his tent with uh, with some of the missionaries, and just saw him walking towards us, just crying. And I remember asking one of the missionaries, like, "Is is old school crying? Like, there's no way." And then as we got closer, he just he embraced us and told us that he wasn't he was never good at goodbyes. And I just reassured him that like we would that this was good for him and that we would see him again. And uh, yeah, just got to be a part of life for a little bit, and it was really beautiful to see. Like even though we had only known him, at least my the first years had only known him for a couple months. Like the huge impact that that had on him, um, I just reassured him that like we would see him again, that we would stay in contact, and have seen him on the seats on the streets since. Yeah,
4: my favorite moment from this year so far, or one of my favorites would have to be um my friend Roy's birthday uh yeah we just threw together a card for him and got to give it to him at lunch in the park and it was crazy to see the amount of gratitude that he had for just a simple gift of like a card that was signed by all the missionaries and he was just like so belated to see all of the photos um with us and him and all the memories that we had and he was just so grateful. And I just, I felt like I got to see the Lord because from such a small act in me, like he had such profound um, gratitude. So it was special.
0: My street team and I came across a mute man. He used some gestures and pointing to communicate with us at first. He pointed to our shirts, reading Christ in the city. He clapped his hands and pointed up, Basically saying, praise God. We found a piece of paper and a pen for him to write on. He wrote, it is nice to see Jesus today. I told him, I see Jesus in you. And he wrote down, I see him in you too.
5: So we have a friend named Joe. And he's a regular at LIP. Very faithful, incredible, joyful, and jubilant man. Just a great friend of ours. He recently became homeless again. And this was a very tough thing for him to face, Uh, things that seemed to be out of his hands and just all of a sudden he finds himself in the wintertime again facing homelessness after finding a stable shelter. And we found him a few days after this had happened and he just was very down, very upset, just like very sad and wondering and questioning why he was here again. And even questioning what God is doing, yet he kept his head up, he kept on saying that he knows God has put him there for a reason and by the end of that time, seeing him, he was joyful again, jubilant, giving hugs and smiling bright like he always does. And just saying that, you know, it is good that we are there with him and that as long as we are with him, as long as he has his friends with him, that he'll be able to get through this and that he knows he'll be OK. And that is just a beautiful testament to the power of friendship and just, yeah, just how it affects him. It is. It's really beautiful.
3: So a couple weeks ago. I end up bringing this man named Willie uh, to lunch in the park and Willie has on his head this hat where somebody wrote dirty on it and I told Willie I said that is it's not a good hat for you to wear you are you're not dirty you are you're good and so I could bring him to lunch in the park and ultimately um, switch out his hat for a new one and throw away the old hat. And he seemed overjoyed by that and was very much affirmed in the reality that, that he is good. He was created good by the Father.
2: At lunch in the park, I was sitting with our friend Ronaldo and chatting with him. And there wasn't enough food for the missionaries to get plates of food too. So when he got his food, he broke his hot dog in half and insisted that I eat half of it. And when it came time for dessert, he gave me half of his dessert. And with his coffee, he poured half of it out for me. And I'm just constantly astonished by the generosity of our friends on the street and so grateful for my friendship with Ronaldo one of my favorite encounters from the streets this year was with two of our friends joshua and karen they typically have a very consistent routine of um, finding things to be able to survive on the streets and they don't have a lot of time in their week to just like play and enjoy um, simple fun and so one day our team was able to take watercolor paints out to the streets and the area that they camp in is pretty quiet so we were able to Just sit with them and paint with them, and we're able to delight in each other's company and delight in the simplicity of painting with watercolor and just enjoy each other's company on the streets.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in to hear our missionaries share stories and things they are grateful for in this past year. We have so much to be grateful for. As we enter this Advent season, know of our prayers for you, and we ask for you to please pray for our friends, both in housing and on the streets. As we know this Christmas season, this holiday season, can be so hard for those who have experienced ruptured relationships, and those who are estranged from their family. So again, we just ask for your prayers and know of our prayers for you. And if you're interested in more inside stories like this, please join our Known and Loved Monthly Giving community. Thank you again for chiming in, tuning in, and we'll see you at the next podcast. God bless. Bye.
0: Thank you for joining us on Homeless But Human today. In order to keep producing this content for you all, we invite you to consider joining our known and loved monthly giving community. This is one of the most impactful ways that you can join us on mission. Your monthly gift sends missionaries out to the streets day after day and helps us to continue recording and sharing our podcast. It's our vision that every city not only has soup kitchens and shelters, but communities who are committed to helping the homeless know that they have a home in us and what is home but a small taste of christ's infinite love visit christinthecity.org and make a monthly gift today to join our known and loved community and if you enjoyed today's episode do us a favor and go hit subscribe and leave a review to get more involved with the mission visit ChristInTheCity.org.